This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call us, text us to 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet us at Double Tap Canada and find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite Double Tappers. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada. Hope you're well today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, yes, it is I, Stephen Scott, back with you once again. I've got Mark Afalala, la 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 Lalo with us today. I did that more subdued this week, Mark. Hello. Oh, and he's very subdued. In fact, uh, horizontal, I think, is the right word. Uh, Sean Price is there somewhere. Where are you, Sean? I'm not talking to you. Unbelievable. Oh, I just want to let everyone know that just you know, before we started recording, I was told to shut up, we're getting on with it. That, that's how I'm introduced into recording? the show. Recording? What's he talking about, Mark? Recording? What's that? What, 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 as, this as, is live. Uh, going on it? air, yeah. sorry. This is, yeah. this is happening right now. There's no, there's no recording. <laughs> don't, don't try and shy away and deflect from the shut up, we're doing it, Sean. Yeah, just shut up, Sean, we're doing you it. you get your air tags yet? Sorry. Oh, I've got mine. <laughs> I've got mine. Oh, do you know, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still like, yeah. And the thing is, what, do you know what's annoying me? I haven't lost anything yet. That's really irritating. Well, hurry up and lose something. What are you waiting for? (laughs) (laughs) Have you tried putting it on your dog, maybe? You're not allowed. Why? No, not allowed. Apple website says don't do it. Don't put it on your dog? Don't put it on the dog. Dogs Where does dog it say says that? no. I don't know. It's on the website somewhere. It's a big website. I can't remember what things are. Maybe if I had an air tag on I'd find it. Uh, no, it's on the website. Someone had asked on a forum, should you put your air tag on a dog? And they said, don't do it. Well, I don't know if they said it, but someone said it. It's been said. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> well done, Stephen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, Apple do say on their support forum that it's not recommended for use as a dog tracker. I'm, I'm assuming it's because of the removable parts. Because the AirTags have been banned by a, a retailer in Australia, I read today. Already? Because of a choking hazard. Australia has a strict choking hazard rule when it comes to those uh, watch batteries. Oh, come on, look. If you're stupid enough to put that in your mouth and swallow it, then, you, you know. You can say that about everything, Stephen. Yes, but, you know, you've got to try and protect <laughs> people. R- r- so tasty. <laughs> <laughs> what does it taste like, Bob? What does an air tag taste like? Mm. Don't bite it. Chicken. Of course it tastes <laughs> like chicken. Everything tastes like chicken, doesn't it? Um, speaking of which, I've got a question for you guys. When is it okay to eat from a bin? Mm. What do you mm. mean a bin? Oh, so a trash oh. can. I don't oh, know. a trash can. We're, we're Sorry, speaking, I'm We're speaking uh, British. We're speaking second, Scottish yeah. today. Yes, okay. Uh, <laughs> Bin's easier um, to say. It's quicker. It is. Well, Stephen, I think the uh, the answer is never. Wrong. Well, you say that, right? You say that. But okay, let's imagine the situation here. you got Pringles in Canada, right? Yes, we got Pringles. Okay, so let's let's imagine the scenario. It's Friday night. You're sitting down to watch some TV, maybe catch up a bit of Netflix, and you've remembered that you've chucked your Pringles in the trash can. So you say to yourself, okay, what do I do here? Do I go and buy more Pringles? Because I've put them in the trash can, right? They're amongst the rubbish and the debris, the um, the uh, other stuff that's in there. Garbage. The garbage, the, the yeah. detritus, that was the word I was going to use, a big word. Uh, detritus, I like that word. Look it up if you don't believe me. It's an actual word. It's not like ruminate. Just move on from that one. Um, but I'm sitting there thinking, do I go in and get the Pringles out? Because, you know, they'll be okay. They're inside the little Pringle can, right? So surely it's okay. You can just go and get them. I mean, I would say as long as there's nothing else in that in that garbage that uh, or in the bin... That is making okay. that Pringle can um, not terribly attractive to grab. Then I think you're probably okay. Uh, but if it's it covered off. in yeah food rubbish uh, and other things, then I would suggest not doing that. Have you oh, ever done ridiculous. this? Have you ever done this? You asking Mark? I know. I know you've. I know you've done it, Sean. Because we've talked. About the only this. thing I've ever grabbed from a bin was a toothbrush, but that was fine. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> what? I made that up. Come on. 
Oh, uh, that's what he says. Yeah, that's like says Stephen's that. That hypothetical Pringles story. I'm <laughs> sure of that. Oh, no, no, no. This wasn't hypothetical. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm not pretending for a second that that was uh, in any way. Uh, um... Stephen actually keeps his Pringles in the bin. That's yeah. right. For storage <laughs> just, just, just like big bin. So his wife and dog don't get to them. <laughs> <laughs> They'll no, never look fine. in there. They're, um, in the, they're in their own container, right? So they're exactly, absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah, that's my, that's my take on it. Exactly. Yeah. Look, we've got lots to talk about in the show this week. Um, we're going to be talking about passwords. I got something new this week that I want to share with you guys. Um, and it doesn't involve a password at all. All we're going to get is that, that a whole segment? That that yeah, well, you know they've they've changed it, right? So we got confirmation from Andy. He yes, we did. We did. We got an email uh, from <laughs> yeah, the boss. That, that, yeah, that, that didn't go well. Um, but yeah, he's uh, Mr. F, as I now call him. And yeah. that, that F can mean Sir. many things. Um, but yeah, Mr. F. Uh, said four segments. <laughs> said four segments. He said four segments. That's what the F stands for. Four and uh, fifty-two minutes of the show. So this is a segment. We now move on to the break. I don't think he intended for the first segment to be all about the bin. Yeah, but he did, he, he there's no content that. control here, right? And he knows that. So it's fine. Look, we'll move on. We're going to talk about passwords. Everything's fine, Mark. Everything's fine. I'm, 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 not, I'm not okay with this. Okay. Well, in fairness, nobody is. But you know we'll what? Get yeah, on yeah. With it. My, my bin is electronic. It's a piece of tech. Ooh. I feel better Oh, it's now. like, oh, oh, so, yeah, the bin. It's a smart bin. Smart bin opens yeah, itself. Safe. Yeah, exactly. I want one that empties itself. It takes itself to the the curb. Do you call it? Curb? I like my Roomba. <laughs> but you, want to, you want to attach your wheelie bin to your Roomba, you see, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can make tech out of this. <gasps> That's what I'm going to put my air tag on. The, the wheelie bin. Bin. The Roomba. Roomba's oh. got it built. Oh come on! We're going to play Roomba hide and seek. I love this. This is great. I'll be back, guys. <laughs> If you love Double Tap Canada, why not check out Double Tap TV with Stephen Scott and Marka Flalo every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on AMI-tv. The latest tech news, hands-on reviews, exclusive interviews, accessible to all. Find out more at ami.ca slash Double Tap. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, Double Tappers, want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca and have your say. This is Double Tap Canada. It's a tech show. Honest. I don't like that she says that every week. I actually think that's a bit of a slight on our character, to be honest, guys. It is a tech show. We know that. And that we bin, came up that, with this bin we were talking about, you know, it had the You the wrote that stuff, you know. I, I write stuff down. I mean, to, you, probably I shouldn't write the running order in my dreams. That's the problem, right? I wake yeah. up in the morning and I, I take some notes and that becomes the running order. And that to be honest, I'm looking, segment. I'm looking at some of this stuff and I'm thinking, I don't want to talk about any of this stuff. I want to talk about other things. But, you know, Sean makes me do it. Um, what, talk about tech? Yeah, I think it's something <laughs> we should do, probably, <laughs> on a tech show. Uh, well, you want to talk about passwords, in particular um, Dropbox passwords. <gasps> yes. uh, why is this so great, Mr. Priest? Because it's great. Well, firstly, it's mean? Dropbox, right? I love Dropbox. It's fantastic. I was paying for one password, password manager. Um, mm -hmm. Now, it's, it's great, fantastic. It cost me, I don't know, $5 a month or something like that. Um, but not accessibility was an issue with it particularly on the desktop app on windows it wasn't great it was a lot of guesswork this was this was one password one password not the last pass the last pass is that another one there's last pass there's dashlane there's bitwarden there's so many password managers out there and of course we now have the apple keychain extension has that come back to the uh oh yeah that was chrome switched browser? off on chrome wasn't it because it, it was, was a complete off. disaster I think it has come back. So that, look, there's options out there and there's free options, but a lot of the ones that I tried um, when they first came out, such as Dashlane and LastPass, weren't particularly accessible. Mm. So 1Pass was my best option at the time. Now, this may have changed, of course, but I, uh, Dropbox have just released Dropbox Passwords. And if you are actually paying for a Dropbox plan anyway, so if you're on the Plus or is it the Premium, I think it's called... <sighs> Plans these days, <clears throat> which I always am anyway. I'm, I'm on the plus plan anyway. Oh, all right, show off. Sorry, well, I, yeah, I got to store a don't, lot of stuff. Don't we pay for it? 
I, th- I think you pay for it now. I don't know who pays for things. I just well, I if just you do, stuff. we're paying twice because I'm definitely paying for it. So you, after the show, you'll be paying for actually, it. Actually, you're paying it. twice. Yeah, exactly. You're paying twice. It's worth it anyway. But yes, so they've released their own password manager, which is free if you are on the uh, the plus or premium version. Not if you're on the free one yet. It may be uh, available if you've got the free Dropbox account. Coming soon, maybe. Um, but it is totally accessible. Um, I've used there is an iOS app. I use that one. It works fantastically well. Oh, it's a well. separate app? You've got an app on. Yes, it is. It's a totally oh. separate app. Uh, so you need to search for Dropbox Passwords. It's available for Android. It's available for iOS. And uh, as an extension in Chrome and Edge and Firefox. So you're pretty much covered everywhere you want to go, really. And as I said... I find the accessibility is so much better than everything else I tried. Now, I've got to say, I haven't tried the latest updates to all the password managers, so maybe the accessibility has improved over the last year or so since I last took a look at it. But Dropbox, fantastic. They did a fantastic job on this one. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're paying for it anyway, right? I mean, you may as well get the benefit out of it if you were paying for the other one. And as you say, the accessibility is better. So what was so good about it is that the... Is it the app experience? Is it because I'm thinking I'd love something that's just as simple, almost as a text document or a table, even to navigate around? Is oh, it as simple on, as that? Stop it now! Well, no, I, I, I mean... just don't want complication. I mean, I find that's why I like the Apple <laughs> Keychain because it's simple. And actually, if I'm honest, I don't ever go into that because it's built into the device, so it will just actually pop up with the information in whatever app I'm in. So if I want to register or log into an app. I, it just brings up my information, and I just go in, and, and it goes well, from this there. Is, this is what I find that's a problem, is I use LastPass, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, sometimes I forget to turn off password remembering on my browser, so sometimes Chrome tries to fill it in, or iCloud Keychain. I find there's too many competing for my, my password, uh, you know, attention here, and mm-hmm. you really have to go in and pick one, and then make sure you turn it off for everything else, so that just that one is working, so that everything's in sync. Yeah, absolutely. I had to do the same thing. So you can, on the iPhone, you can choose, okay, for auto-filling passwords, which app do you want to use? Do you want to use the keychain or 1Password or Dropbox? So you do need to make sure you, you select those. But as as the user experience goes and the accessibility, it is exactly that, Stephen. It's really simple. Um, it, it just makes it so simple to navigate around and enter the passwords and manage the passwords. Um, autofill, using the Chrome extension, I also did the Edge extension. Again, really accessible and I really like simple. That. I it like just, that. just autofills for you. On the iPhone, it uses the uh, Face ID, so you just you know autofill using passwords, which is an option just above the keyboard, the on-screen keyboard. Tap on that, it automatically runs Face ID and fills it out for you. Fantastic. You see, the thing for me has always been Windows. That's always been the problem because if I'm going between, if I'm on my Mac, it doesn't matter. Everything just lives in the keychain. But as soon as you go to a Windows machine, you've then got that problem of, oh, hang on a minute, what's that password? So I have to go into my password app on my, well, I guess it's under settings, I guess, of the of the iPhone, find the relevant account and then get the password from that. That's um, right. So that's always a bit of a pain, whereas this way it's going to be on a, in all devices, across all devices. What about getting the information in there, though? Do you have to... Um, you, I'm assuming you can't just sort of export all your passwords, like bookmarks. Yeah, that's a bit You can import, actually. Okay. You can import from... Um, hang on, you can import passwords from Chrome, Firefox, and Edge. Well, that's what it says. But on my extension, I didn't find any way to do that unless it's hidden away in the settings somewhere because I was hoping to do the same thing. Now, obviously, I use one password, so I haven't got virtually any in the Chrome browser password um, option anyway. So it's not a big deal for me. I had I actually just went through and um, signed out and signed into all the usual, you know, Amazon and Netflix and whatever, and it's it saved them anyway. And obviously, it syncs them across device as well. So as I'm browsing through on my iPhone and adding new passwords, then those are immediately available on my Windows browser as well. Do you guys use the recommendation, the password recommendation feature? Um, that's the aim. That's that's the goal. That's what I want to do yeah, because yeah. I do tend to use sort of the similar passwords all over the place. And I'm now lots of these as the Dropbox password I manager know, does that, as that well. That password that Stephen is so hot. I know you use that everywhere. I know. I can't help it. it I mean, it's always in the front of my brain. So I know. Stephen is so 69, uh, guys. Um, I know he always uses that oh, number. Uh, no, listen, you know, you can tell people. Sorry, we're all friends here. That's it, I'm out. 
you take over. <laughs> I'm out. But no, I, I think really, um, that's the, what broke I know, the that, that, that was Yes, it, wow. it is. Okay, <laughs> that's the thing that broke Sean. Uh, but no, I think this is this is interesting. I mean, a lot of people might wonder why you'd even want a password manager, right? I mean, if you're using um, the same password across every app, then that would be okay, right? That's that's what yeah, people say because people do that all the time. I've done it. Listen, let's be honest. I know We've a lot done of. It. I know a lot of workplaces force you to change your password every 45 days yeah, or right. every 30 days. And I'm constantly forgetting what I changed it to. And it's just it's just it's become crazy. And you want you don't want to use the same password over and over again. It is a security risk. But I think that we're just creatures of habit. And it's the only way for us to really remember things, which, you know, of course, you're going to regret one day. But you know, have you looked at some of the hardware that's out there, too? Because there are some pieces of hardware that let you do this in a almost USB stick with a fingerprint reader on it, and well, it's funny some you say that. Pretty cool devices. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I've just bought one. Actually, I bought one from is it Ubicon? Um, Ubicon sounds to me like uh, I don't know, it's like somebody you, you come back from war. I was, uh, you know. Uh, had a no, terrible no, time no. in the Ubicon. It's an anime convention. You don't know why I saw at Ubicon. <laughs> yeah, it was a, quite an experience at Ubicon. Um, but no, they also, uh, aside um, being war-torn places, uh, they also make uh, these little um, devices that you can use as password managers. Uh, actually, passwordless managers, right? Because the hardware is essentially the password. Um, interestingly, First thing I did when I got it, stick an air tag on it because I thought this is going to get lost. It's tiny, so tiny. Uh, I mean, it's smaller than your average USB stick. It's got USB-C on one side, and there's different ones. This one has got USB-C on one side and a lightning port on the other. So you can actually put it into, and it's great, actually. It's a great accessibility angle here because you can plug it into your iPhone, and then you can basically start filling up all the passwords in there, putting all the accounts in with all the passwords. Um, and then you can have that available wherever you want to use it. And I was thinking about this because there's so many different variants of it. There's ones with uh, USB-A, which is your kind of old-fashioned style USB. Um, but a lot of people might want that. Uh, I was thinking, how many devices do I have that have got USB-A alone in them? Not many, actually. I mean, my iPad Pro here, it's USB-C. If I wanted to use the Chromebook, it's USB-C. The MacBook's USB-C. But I've got Lightning port on my phone, so that kind of works for me. Uh, you even get ones that have got NFC, so you can just tap the back of the phone as well. And it says that they are these keys are more um, safe, or certainly more safer than authenticator apps, because that's the other option. We haven't talked about that. Uh, you can get authenticator apps for some things. Now I got this; it popped up on my Amazon account, where it said, you know, if you want to lock your account or log every time I logged in. It would keep sending a text to an old phone number that I hadn't changed forever, mm. right? So it was sending a, and I have got the number, I've got the phone number. So I would go to the phone and get the text, but I had to go into the other room, open up the phone, you know, charge it up. And of course, by that point, I'd missed the text, I had to get resent and then get the it's number the from it. the old phone room. Uh, yeah, yes. to the old phone room. <laughs> the old phone room. Next to the Ubicon, um, I think you'll find. But um, yeah, I had to go in and get all this nonsense. Whereas, you know, with this kind of thing, it just makes it a bit easier as long as you don't lose it, obviously. They call it a multi-protocol security key. Um, the idea is that you don't therefore need... You, you do need a password, right? But this, is, this yes. is the thing I don't quite understand with this. You still need the password, but you just have to remember the password. Am I right? Is that pretty much it in a nutshell? That sounds right. Yeah. No, I, I think it's just a two-step verification. So instead of being sent a code yeah, through your phone fair, like a yeah. text message, you just plug in this dongle and say, yep, it really is me. But you still got the password to enter then, so it's just a two-step verification skip, really. Well, I'm going to place it with it uh, this week. I mean, I have to be honest, when I took it out of the packaging, the first thing I thought was, I'm going to lose this. So that's why I stuck the air tag on it. Um, I like the idea of it having USB-C. This one doesn't have NFC. Um, starting price for these, if you're interested, they're kind of beginning around the $45 mark. They go way up to about $140 uh, in price uh, for different features. And you get ones that can stay in a laptop, so you can get them almost that sit flush in your laptop if you wanted to plug it in, or you can have them where you have them on your keychain all the time. But I quite like these. If you, I'm guessing you've got something like this, Mark. You've got to... You, you're always on top of this kind of stuff. No. 
or not, as the case may cool. be. Um, nope, got nothing like that. I'm surprised at that. I thought you'd have been saying, yeah. oh, yeah, I've got, you know, 10 of I'd them. I'd lose it. I'm sure I'd just lose it. It would just be on a keychain somewhere. I'd be like, what's this for again? Oh, yes, I forgot about that. It'd be so funny, right, if I've got my AirTag on it and it says, oh, in order to access your uh, AirTag, enter your password and <laughs> give us your YubiKey. <laughs> I can't find my YubiKey. No. Uh, I'd just be constantly stuck in this cycle How of are you? misery. How are you sticking your air tags on things? Are you using like double sided tape of some kind or I'm buying the Apple recommended accessories, of course. Yeah, what oh like the keychain stuff and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's nice. only for keys. It's only for keys I'm using it for. Yeah, really. I bought the four pack and then I forgot I can't really stick it on anything yet because I don't have the uh, accessories, so I reached out to Belkin and I said, hey, uh, you got any accessories I should play with? And they said, well, we do in so many different colors. Ooh. We'll send you a package. So we're going to talk about those on another show. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, how, what would you be sticking it to? What are you using it for? Because I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about this. What am I, I haven't quite figured that for? out yet. They're just sitting on my desk right now. Yeah, I know. I'm the same. I've got three of them sitting in a packet. <laughs> it's your, <laughs> your desk. Yeah. <laughs> I've got one that I've activated, and I've tried it. It's cool. I like it. It's neat. Now I just want to give it to my dog to swallow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the dog can I mean, my children as well. Can yeah. I, you know, how long is the battery life on these things? A year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can take, you can change the battery. This is the thing that's good about this. You can change the battery. Not that we will any of us will, of course, we'll get someone else to do it. Of course we will. What are you talking about? Well, you can do it. I'll send all my attacks to you. You can change the batteries. Yeah, that sounds a like a really logical decision. I think that's a really good idea. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah, I think it's really brilliant. <laughs> um, I'm going to get my kids to swallow this. I'm going to try to mash it up in their food. And uh, this way, when my, my daughter gets of age and she goes to clubs and stuff, I can find her. You can find her, yeah. Do you see the guy yeah. that put it in the mail? Please um, do not try this at home. Can I just make that? <laughs> no, no, please please don't mash up. If you're stupid enough to mash up an air tag and feed it to your children, you deserve us coming to you. That's all I can say. Um, no, there, was a, there was a guy who... Was it Austria? I feel like that was pointed at me. <laughs> it was, definitely. It was a guy in Austria who'd actually sent his air tag in mail just to see if he could track... Its journey, and apparently, you know, with a couple of odd exceptions, it, it kind of did give him a map of a route. Because obviously, oh, really? the, the way this works, and this is the, there's a couple of things here people don't think I don't think realize. If you with tile, for example, if you lose the tile outside of the house, outside of the Bluetooth range, you've got a problem, right? Unless you've signed up to the, you know, find my tile payment plan, then you're not going to get any access to that, and and you have to hope that someone, even if you've got that feature is going to be walking by it who's got that app enabled to be able to ping and get the information of where it's located. Yeah, so they have to so other people have to have tile. That's right. And be signed up for the service and your tile has to pass by that person for it to register anything. And now when you look at what AirTags do, you think that's a bit of a weird business model, isn't it? Because this this way of doing it where basically it it pings the any iPhone, any iPhone that happens to be walking by, whether you use AirTag or not. There's kind of like a, you know, it's as if the AirTag is sitting there lying in the bushes, attached to your keys, and it's kind of going, hello, and the, the iPhone's going, oh, hiya, and then they kind of talk to each other, and then we move on, and then it kind of registers, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that key. It was in that bush over there. Um, and Blinded then, by science there. It was too technical listen, for Listen, like I like to simplify this for people. I don't want people to be confused. I'm confused enough. So, you know. <laughs> Why make this it more is a complicated? Good, this is a good description. Keep going. Yeah, but that, well, that's it, really, isn't it? I mean, you know, that's it. Once it's hello, and then it goes, hiya, then that's it, really. It's done. And then you will get a notification telling you exactly where that is. And the person who walks past for, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, d- doesn't even know. I mean, they don't get a notification, so there's no privacy problems there. So, yeah, look, it comes down to the iPhone, the amount of iPhones that are out there. This is a fantastic um, community. You know, it's a, a huge... And... Um, and I think I'm right in saying this. If you find an air tag that isn't yours, um, you you tap the back of it with the phone or something, or you bring it into contact, and it will give you information about. I, I don't know what information it gives. This yeah, is you, only you bit. set up the information uh, in lost mode. So if you if you right, declare okay. something as lost, you can say, okay, write this message down if someone finds it. So they can scan it. It'll say, call me for a reward or something like that. So right. um, this is where the benefit of the Apple ecosystem really shows its true colors. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, coming up at seven reasons why someone who's older might want an Apple Watch. 
And also a fantastic list of devices and technologies that will soon be obsolete. And you're going to be surprised at some of the things that might be on that list. We'll get into that next on Double Tap Canada. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. This is Double Tap Canada. Have your really? say right now. Call or text 1-844-971-1999 or email Shh. feedback at ami.ca. Now, back to the show. I was talking over. That's shocking. What happened there? Just, just say anything. Talking. Who are you talking? Who are you talking to? I was talking to you. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't hear you. <laughs> are you all right? Mark? <laughs> I'm not Okay. <laughs> Great start. <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. Beautifully done. Uh, okay. <clears throat> it's a tech show, honest. In fact, it's a show, honest. Um, Why didn't they make AirTags magnetic? I know. Exactly, right? Mm. Would that be because the battery would explode or... I don't know. How do you open it? Stick you a knife in it. Go twist. on. Stick a knife in it. See what happens. No, no, do not. Can I just make another <laughs> announcement? Do not eat your air tags. Do not stab them with knives. Thank you. Uh, things not God. to do with your air tags. He's no fun, is he? <laughs> you push Why and twist the, the top. This is just, boring. You twist the out. top? Yeah. Right, while he's playing with that, let's uh, let's focus on something that. else. Oh. Right, seven reasons why seniors might that. want an Apple Watch. It. It Stop worked. breaking it! Thank you. You're welcome. I just twisted it and it came off. I think some people don't like that because it's too easy to, you know, Actually, do that. Actually, it was really easy. <laughs> that's, that's one slight, slight downside to them in, in that way. What's in there? Just a um, battery and gubbins, I guess. Basically just the battery. That's all you see in a couple contacts. They really do, like, design stuff in ways that other people just wouldn't even think of. Yeah. The that could be good or bad. The, it's just so... Anyway. for it. Anyway. Let's going, talk. Steven. I'm trying. <laughs> Seven reasons why seniors might want an Apple Watch. I saw this story this week, and I was thinking about this. I thought, why Why would I want to talk about this? Um, I say that a lot. But I, I was thinking about it. It, it does actually make a, Well, it, it does make you think about how these devices can help you. And I have to say, seniors, yes. I think children, definitely. There are a lot of things here that, that kids could benefit from. I think we could all benefit from. And the most obvious one at number one is fall detection. I mean, that is a fantastic feature. If you, I remember reading a story once of a guy who was out biking and he was out in some, you know, middle of nowhere USA and he comes off his bike and he blacks out and he wakes up and he's in hospital. And it's like, uh, how did I get here? And they're like, well, to be honest, it was because your Apple Watch saved you, right? The Apple Watch detected the fall. It got in touch with your contacts, couldn't obviously reach you, but it did send your location. So the person was able to get an ambulance out there, get emergency services out there, get the guy picked up and get him to the hospital. Had that not happened, he'd be dead. Right. Okay. Can you say that in quite, not quite a... I don't mean... I, I mean... A jaunty I, way. He'd be, he'd be dead. dead. <laughs> but, he would, but he's not dead. That's no, the point. True. Yes. See? Sorry, you're right. It's good news. But, Anyway, it's really good. Has anyone set off the full det- uh, detection by accident? Did I did I never tell you the story about Disney World, guys? Oh, here we go. Oh, this oh, I, was, I went. I went. This is about three years ago. I was doing a, a show for AMI. Actually, it was a uh, an episode of uh, not AMI this week. It was an episode of um, our community. Hang on, and hang was, on. You, you get to go to Disneyland. I don't. I don't leave my house. Well, hang on. So, so this TV. is what Come I on. did. Is that is that uh, Karen McGee at AMI um, has is a big fan of Disney, and there's a program in Canada called Dreams Take Flight. It's it's founded by some Air Canada members. It's not funded by. I mean, there's sponsors and stuff. But what it basically is is the Air Canada donates a plane, and they have this throughout the country in different cities, and they find underprivileged children, children who have different you know ailments and who wouldn't otherwise be able to go to Disney World and they take them to Disney for a day. You fly out in the morning at 5 o'clock in the morning. You land in Orlando at 8.30. You're on a bus in Disney. You break out into groups and you go on the rides and you have a full fun day at Disney World and then you fly back and you get home around midnight or or 1 in the morning. So... I was fortunate enough to be following this group and following one one little girl uh, in particular, and uh, we were going throughout Disney, and, and I ended up helping the the whole process more so than than filming anything. And um, I remember we went on Space Mountain. 
um, and it was actually the day before I came in a day early and I was with my aunt and uncle and we were on Space Mountain, which is one of these roller coasters in the dark. And I remember getting off the ride and my phone rings and the phone says Orange County Police Department. I'm like, hello. Oh, and they're like, uh, hi, uh, you uh, you called emergency alert. I'm like, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. It must have been an accident. And then I look at my watch and I realize that all the bumps from the roller coaster set off the fall detection. And because I didn't know about it, you know, there's a little bit of a delay, but it will call for emergency help. And it did. It called the police saying this guy's in distress. You watched Thankfully, you know, you the ride fallen was, down Space You've fallen mountain. and you can't get up. But yeah. it was because of the roller coaster. So you got to be careful, you know, enabling mm. or disabling these services. It's very, very interesting. Well, that is interesting. But take the watch off, I think, stick it in the pocket, and then it obviously be smashed to pieces by the time you get to wherever you're going. But <laughs> well, I you think know, you still would have shaken up, you know. Yeah, it, it, yeah definitely. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. And actually, yeah. that's the other one, SOS as well. You've got the uh, – I have to say, this is, <laughs> this one I have activated a number of times, and I have to say, when you've got accessibility turned on, it's a nightmare uh, with the screen oh. reader. Um, so. What you do is you you press and hold the side button on the Apple Watch and then it calls emergency services. And it gives you, well, it says it gives you a 30-second pause and then if you um, have accidentally held the button, it will cancel it. I I don't think that's true. It's certainly not on the phone. It just immediately starts calling. Um, But it will also uh, text your emergency SOS numbers as well. This can be really useful in a lot of different situations. If If you've got a family member at home, and this doesn't have to be on Space Mountain, right? This could be anywhere. Um, so, you know, other places are available. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. At large watch face, if you're VI, of course, visually impaired like like we okay. are, then again, you can have a large watch face. Uh, that is also my nickname for Sean. Um, and a regular heart rhythm and heart rate notifications. I've got to say this possibly saved my life a couple of times because I do have atrial fibrillation, which is uh, otherwise known as irregular uh, heart rhythm. So that means that, and I shouldn't say that as we negotiate a new contract for the show, I guess, but no, I'm all right, I'm fine. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, this is it's this watch will actually keep an eye on this. And for someone like me who's got a, you know, a tendency to end up with a low heart rate problem, rather than a high heart, because a lot of people think it's high high uh, heart rate, isn't it? This can be the problem. Yeah. For a lot of people, it's low heart rate. This will measure this. And you can set your kind of low level and your high level. So you can see what's your regular operating um, appropriate heart level. And then this will keep an eye on that and, and let you know if there's a problem. Um, I mean, simpler things as well, like just answering calls. A really simple thing. I mean, you know, how many times have you been in the other room and you've got your watch on, you can just answer the call. Great for someone. So you can answer the call and talk through the watch. It means they don't have to hurry to find the phone, which can then result in a fall. But then the upside is, I suppose, you'll get a note on fall detection. So, you know, either side. Um, (laughs) And, you know, medication reminder as well. You know, know, there's an app called WebMD in the States that people use. I'm sure there's equivalents elsewhere um, where you can be, be reminded to not only take your tablets, but what pills to take as well. And for, uh, we all get this one, standing up. You know, just, I mean, it sounds silly, <laughs> but a, st- a stand-up reminder drives us all crazy. Um, I end up probably, I, I get two reminders. I get a stand-up reminder, and then when I shout at my watch repeatedly for stopping reminding, stop reminding me to stand up, I then get one saying, breathe. Um, <laughs> calm down, Stephen. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's great. I think it's a brilliant uh, thing. A lot of people just tend to see the watch as maybe, you know, as it's advertised for people who are out getting fit. Yeah, that's all good. But there are a lot of other things in there. My question to you guys is, though, what do you use your Apple Watch for? We know we've talked about this before on the show, actually, because um, I, I have struggled with the Apple Watch sometimes to think, what do I actually yep. do with this thing? Notifications and health. That's it. Yeah. For um, I'm going out for a walk and I'm going to start the outdoor walk workout and try and close those rings. So it is. I mean, a lot of those there are are health tracking features, aren't they? Mm. And um, I mean, that's where it really excels because you just put it on and then you forget about it. And the battery life really. That's what I was most concerned about. But you know, it charges really quickly. So I just throw it on the charger when I get in the shower, and usually that's enough just to keep me going. You know, throughout the day. So, yeah, I do like the Apple Watch, but it is—it's tricky to sort of pin down why you like it. Yeah, you're a fan of the Apple Watch, Mark. I know you've been yeah, dabbling I mean, in other ones as well. Notifications is is definitely the reason that I use the Apple Watch, and, and especially because I have an iPhone. 
I, I've dabbled in other ones, and, and you know, I think they work equally well in terms of notifications and the various things that I do on on the iPhone, which is pretty cool. So you have variety there. Uh, I just, I love the smart home integration, just being able to mm. access things okay. like opening my garage door, unlocking doors, and having Siri available to me. And I've also activated the cellular feature so that you know, if I do forget my phone at home, I'm not really worried about it because I can answer calls or I can make calls if I need to on the watch. I'm most looking forward to the family features that aren't yet available on my carrier here, where you can activate a watch uh, and give it to a child that's activated, that's actually cell activated, so you can track them and, and they can keep in touch with you if they need to. But uh, still waiting for those features to arrive on my carrier. Do you think you'll not give your kids a phone on that basis? I'm thinking oh, you know, no, no. My kids will have a phone. My kids will have a phone. I mean, once they graduate, once they're <laughs> they out of will elementary school. <laughs> they're covered in trackers. It's not even like, listen, they already do. They already do. I just bought them iPhone XR oh, yes, uh, yes, you know, refurbished. Yes. Yeah. Um, because they want a phone. I'm like, what am I going to do? So take a phone. They're using an iPad. It's no different than that. Um, but no, they will have they will have phones and they will have you know plans and all that fun stuff because at the end of the day, you want to be able to keep in touch. And if you are going to allow them off the leash a little bit, you want to be able to at least know where they are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the listen, electronic to, leash. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to bring up some other news stories this week because uh, there's been a few things, and one in particular, a new Windows update coming later this year, and I imagine that'll be the what the fall edition of Windows 10. They always bring out uh, one in spring, one in fall. Uh, this time it will include important audio improvements. So apparently Windows will finally get support for AAC, that's Advanced Audio Coding over Bluetooth. Ooh. Uh, which means that Windows users get more choice for Bluetooth headphones and speakers. Um, if you're on the Windows Insider plan, you can get the changes right now. This is quite interesting because I had this issue before, and I've noticed it a couple of times, especially if you use any headsets that have got, um, I mean, for example, the Jabra series of uh, headsets, uh, maybe others do the same, they present themselves to the Windows machine as two separate audio devices. So they present as a headset, and as a, what would it be, headset and headphones, I think? Headphones. Yeah, yeah, so it kind of comes up as two separate devices. And that causes a problem for applications because if you go into Teams, for example, you know, you choose your device, um, you wouldn't be able to get any other system audio. You would only be able to use the microphone, say, in that case, and then hear in the headset mode. But if you were trying to hear your screen reader, for example... Um, you wouldn't because it's switched profile. So your screen reader's on the other profile. You no longer no longer can hear it on that call. And that's why that happens. Whereas what they're going to do now is bring all that together so that you'll have one device, uh, and that should make it a lot easier. He says, we'll see what actually how that actually works in, in theory. I, I must say, Windows has never really been great with audio in that regard. Bluetooth is terrible. Connecting Bluetooth devices is mm. such a faff, I believe the word I tend is. To, I tend to avoid. I tend to stick wired if I, if I yeah. have, really have to. Yeah. So this is, they're going to they're gonna simplify it. So it's a good thing. And then the same with Apple, right? Apple working on a hi-fi plan for Apple Music. Um, so not much detail here, but they're saying this code in iOS 14.6 that says support for hi-fi songs will come to Apple Music in the future. Um, not entirely sure how that'll work with the HomePods. Maybe they're already enabled for that. I don't know. But there's, there's talk about specifically Dolby Atmos, Dolby Audio, and Lossless. Uh, I thought we did all That'd that be nice. already. Yeah, I mean, I, nice. I kind of thought it was already, already available, but maybe not. Lossless is already there, I'm pretty sure. Maybe on the Mac, Apple's but got their not own. on the phone, maybe. Is that what it is? Yeah, maybe. Oh, the it? interesting thing about this is that there's no extra charge. So you get in higher quality audio, just well, like you know the yes. Tidal service or something like that. But apparently, I mean, this is all rumour so far and you know, guessing, but it's going to be the same price. So it's the, what is it in Canada? Is it nine ninety nine a month? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I mean, I, I bundle it with, with uh, Apple One or Apple whatever it's One, called. Yeah. Now. yeah. And if you look, if you're listening to this and thinking, what on earth does, does all that mean? Well, hi-fi essentially means less audio compression. That means it sounds good, right? It sounds a lot better. Um, Tidal is the one which I think for most people you would know as being the highest audio quality. Um, I think Spotify have got access to some. Amazon do as well, don't they? Amazon have got Amazon Music HD, which I assume is higher that level of quality. It is, yeah. That's for quality. their studio speakers. And again, look, for everyone that's using Bluetooth speakers anyway, you're not going to notice a difference. That's why I say. That's my no, opinion. Even most it's headphones are not going to notice any, no, any no. difference. <laughs> No, exactly. But at the same token, it's nice if you do have decent headphones you're plugging in. Um, 
then at least you know you can get that option. And I have to say, a lot of blind people, that's why they, especially ones obsessed with audio quality, tend to go towards Android uh, because they do get far more control over that, which I always find quite interesting. Um, And still have headphone jacks, by the way. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Talking of obsolete hardware, headphone jacks. (laughs) Yes, one, yeah. You know what? I just, you know, I know you want to take a break, Stephen, but I'm holding a TCL 20 series phone, which was just announced and available in Canada in two different models. And it blew my mind because it's actually thinner than the iPhone. No camera bump and a headphone jack. Yeah. I, I, it's, you were telling me about this the other day. I cannot believe they got rid of the uh, the the bump at the back, and it's the same thing. Nothing. It's, it's flat. It's thick. It's as, it's as awful, you know that camera bump. It is. Oh, it's horrible. It is absolutely horrible. It's, it's horrible. such an. It's such a. It's like you know you've got these beautifully designed phones, yeah. and then suddenly you get a camera bump. Like what is that about? What Ooh. is that yeah. about? Same thickness as the iPhone. Same same thickness as the iPhone. Tapered edges. Bigger screen. I mean. I demand the manager in my office now. Mr. Cook. Dear Mr. Cook. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, right. Okay, stick around. We've got lots more to talk about. Uh, We're going to be getting into that list of obsolete items. Uh, Are you on that list, Sean Priest? Just check. I'll just go and check. He's he's got to be on there. If you love Double Tap Canada, why not check out Double Tap TV with Stephen Scott and Mark Aflalo. Every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on AMI-tv. The latest tech news, hands-on reviews, exclusive interviews, accessible to all. Find out more at ami.ca slash double tap. This is Tom Double Priest Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. <laughs> and finally... Mm, finally. Was that finally? That's not three, is it? That's it. We're done. Call or text 1-844-971-1999. If I talk during this, is it hard for Sean to edit? (laughs) Now, back to the show. Yeah, yeah. Sean was just checking if this was the end of the show coming. Yes, it is the end of the show coming, Sean. I promise you it will all be over soon. You can get back to your nap. Thank you. (laughs) You're all right there, Sean. You okay? Sean, did you hear that Stephen Scott wants to build the shed just like yours? Oh, yeah. Well, yes, you build it and they will come. I understand that. I am a leader of men. Yeah. So what's <laughs> happening there, Stephen? What just happened? No You're idea. copying me. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I decided I wanted to go down the shed route as well. Of course. Uh, so, so what happened was, right, my, my wife says to us, look, we need to get a shed so we can get all this junk so out of the house out. and get rid of me and everything else out of the house and, you know, get into the shed. And I said, fine. So we get the guy out. He comes to the house and he's talking about the shed. So we, we come up with a, a plan, and it's, it's all good. And then he says, oh, of course, you know, we do home offices and studios as well. And I'm like, ah, you do what? Ooh. And he goes, yeah. And I said, oh, hello. So I said, well, look, I've got this driveway here. Um, and the neighbours next door might disagree, but I do think we've got this <laughs> driveway here. <laughs> I'm going to put a big <laughs> shed on it, and that's where I'm going to live. And uh, so, yeah, he told me a price, and I uh, after he picked me up off the floor... Um, I thought, okay, maybe it's maybe it's worth considering. So yeah, I was going to have a, a, a giant. Is it going to have a giant storage container for Amazon boxes? <laughs> yeah, it'll be made out of. It'll be recycled <laughs> you know Amazon what? boxes. You should do that. The, the, the design of the shed should look like a giant Amazon box. Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't sponsored that sponsored by? No, I mean, spot. Well, actually, if they want to pay for it. That's fine. Actually, yeah, Amazon, if you're listening, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Um, yeah, it's going to be better than yours though. Some kind of air conditioning in there. I'm well, considering gonna... mine is a rickety old garden shed that I'm sat in. Yes. Is it is actually a shed. Yours yes. is just an extension to your home that might be separated from your house. Uh, but only for uh, tax reasons. Yeah, that's right. Um, so things are obsolete. This was an interesting article I spotted this week. Um, corded, corded headphones, yeah, along with Jean Priest. Corded headphones. That's obese, not obsolete. Now, funnily enough, we were... Oh, obese, absolute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, there is a similarity there, isn't there? Um, both lead to the same thing, though, don't they? Um, so, uh, yeah, the corded headphones, that's something that apparently may go, because, of course, we know that um, they've been binned by Apple. If Rubbish. you don't, I, I've got about six pairs of these. If anybody wants a pair of original corded earbuds... I'll send them out to you, right? Because I I've still got, use I've all my so corded earbuds. They're amazing. They, yeah. are, they are amazing. But now what, what do they charge for them? Now, I bet they charge, hang on, I'm, sorry, I'm going to try and see if I can find this. I It'll bet be they charge dollars. an absolute fortune for them. They're like, now. you can buy corded earphones for like $4 these yeah, days. Yeah, but they're I mean, rubbish. It's... What about the Apple ones? 
I don't think you could find them anymore. I think they're a collector's item. Oh, can I make money out of these things? Get them on eBay. Yeah, yeah hang exactly. on. Hang on to them. That's a good point, actually. No, no, they still sc- sell them. Still scribble sell them. on it. And scribble on it and just pretend it's autographed by Steve Jobs. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Scott. Look, look, for, for screen reader <laughs> users, you don't want wireless headphones, right? Because you've got that little bit of lag. I know there's some that do better than others, but... Corded are it's always not as much of a problem as it used to be. Stop complaining. No, um, it is. Earpods no, with three point five millimeter headphone plug, nineteen pounds. What's that? A thousand Canadian dollars. It's uh, about two two point five million. Two point five million. Uh, Earpods with lightning connector, nineteen pounds. The same price. Ridiculous. What's going on here? That's unusual. Do they still sell the adapter, the lightning to three point five millimeter? Oh yeah, yeah. They'll still sell that. I gotta find mine. I keep losing it. Well, that goes away. I know. It's just ridiculous. Uh, what about this one? Physical storage. I'm not entirely convinced about this one. Mm-hmm. But they're saying there's a lot of people, you know, everyone's got a hard drive or a thumb drive hanging around. I've got a box of thumb drives in there, an umpteen oh, of these tons. hard drives. Yeah, I know. But yeah. they're saying no, everyone, and I think how many times I actually use these things. I probably don't use them that much. I actually don't. I mean, you know, I've, no. everyone, everything's online. Everything's on Dropbox or it's on uh, iCloud or it's on Microsoft yeah, somewhere. That's only down to the speed of your internet connection, isn't it? Because that's... You know, a lot more people have got access to high speed now that it's possible to use Dropbox or whatever for your bigger files. But if you haven't got high speed internet, then you need that. Do you know what I love right now? I know, I know exactly what Mark Flallow's doing right now. He's, he's in reading a box of USBs. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know he's doing it right now. I have, you know what? I have this great hard drive. Hang on, it's over here. <laughs> You're such it's a, a geek thing to say, isn't it? Oh, I've got this great hard drive. This is the it's best a, hard no, drive. No, no, no. It's a Lacie oh, it's hard a drive designed by Neil, Neil Pope. Lacie. Uh, Lacie, whatever Lacie. you want to call it. It has a USB-C. It has um, uh, a USB-A port on it, an SD slot on it, and you can actually pop an SD card into it, and it copies the files automatically is for you. Is that another one I've got? I don't know. Is it gray? Well, you wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's got a battery built in as one. well. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's two terabytes, I believe. It's great for like, if you do photography and stuff on the road. Two this terabytes. was originally, yeah. This was originally a uh, I think it was a as a code design with DJI for oh, drones. I know the so one you you've could, got. Yes, I know the one you've got. Yeah, yeah that, so that, you that does a great drive. Fly your drone. Just pop your your memory card in here and clear it off. And if your uh, drone yeah. crashed into a whatever a drone might crash into mountain, road, tree, car, person, plane, Sean Priest, Sean yes. Priest, um. Then it would be okay. The drone would be destroyed, but your hard drive would be okay. It'd be like the black box in a plane, which I find is obsolete. Okay, <laughs> planes. Well, the plane they would are be. Lately, yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so there's that. Um, what about this one? Point and shoot digital cameras. I still have one. I mean, I still have the Sony ZV One. I think that's still a point and shoot camera. Yeah, and DSLRs are the way to go, aren't they? Yeah. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. But that Sony ZV One. Are you actually? Is that mounted somewhere permanently? Maybe. Well, there you go. This but I'm, not, I'm not an average nature. user. No, exactly. He's on. He's on the television. You know. Uh, I've got, I'm surrounded true. by nine screens and six cameras. <laughs> <It's> not normal. <laughs> You're a beautiful person. <laughs> that, yeah, that dance. My wife tells me that all the time. Yeah, because you're beautiful, honey. Um, somebody's got to say it. Uh, analog watches. Love yes. them. No, oh, come mm. on now. No, you know what? Mark. Every once in a while, it's nice to put on a good old analog watch. They're gorgeous. They're beautiful. They're timepieces. They're 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 long lasting. They're they're forever. Okay. Okay. Here's one we battery. Can you don't have to worry about any of that crap. You just here's one we you know, can agree on. You guys on. suck. I quit. Right. Just, just, just I'm out. Shut up a minute. Let me finish Bye. this list. It's nearly done. Uh, standalone GPS devices. Hmm. I think that's. I think there's those are dead. I thought those were dead ten years ago. To be honest. Well, it's yeah. just for the car, isn't it? But a lot of people now are just Bluetooth have been built in. in yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, here's one that I thought was interesting. I, I have to say I do agree with this one. The Apple iPod. iPod's dead, isn't it? Yeah. I don't even know. How much is an iPod now? Because <sighs> iPod so- Touch is still for sale, I think. And so, is it not ridiculous and money? when was the last time it was actually updated? Oh, I mean, it's, it's just... I mean, it's not running M1. <laughs> we can be absolutely certain of that. <laughs> yet. Not iPod yet. iPod Touch, $249, That's depending ridiculous. on what you want in it. No, I'm not interested um, would you start looking at the, something like the iPhone SE then, wouldn't you? Because the, the price yeah. is yeah. so Why would you similar. Bother? Why would you bother? 
Yes, we agree with that one. Thank you. Boo the iPod. Well done. Exactly. When was the last time this was even updated? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, it'll obviously still run the latest iOS, but how good that no, is, is, who knows. Uh, listen, Karen's been in touch on text. Just want to mention this. Karen says the show is more like a comedy than a text show. Uh, text show, I think that's meant to say. Uh, Stephen, how could you buy a MacBook Pro, then get a MacBook Air, because you didn't like the touch bar, so that you could remote into your Windows computer? Ha ha ha! That's actually a very good point, yeah, when you think about that. Yeah, hang on, I got rid of the MacBook Pro, because I didn't like the touch bar, so I got the Air to get a Windows machine. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. She says, have you uh, heard of Bluetooth keyboards? She says, listen, I love the show, and I have to tell you, I have not laughed so long in such a long time. Well, Karen, we aim to please. Um, kind of. I'm not sure if that's a criticism or a... Let's just, uh, let's just say You know, I was originally brought on the show to read the emails. I know, I, I just gave up and on that. And now you just took that no. away from me, so I've got nothing left. You've got nothing left. I know, it's I've taken the, the buttons the from you. <sighs> Who do I, who's my union rep? Yeah, you see, he, Get, he he's going to call Andy one. again, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Andy? Hang on. Uh, Camille has been in touch as well uh, Camille says It's a terrible name As it can pertain to both males and females It's your name uh, Mike Ross made the same mistake as Stephen last week Mind you, he said he was not sure Well, I am a man I am a man God damn it So, uh, he didn't say that I added that in Camille, a uh, much common name Apparently among French-speaking Canadians Back then Not so much anymore Back when Mark should have known that yeah, Mark, come on, Mark, you let us down there, Mark yeah, Exactly You're in charge yeah. of Canada Yeah uh, Camille okay. says, thanks for the tip He's gone uh, Thanks for the tip about purchasing refurbished smartphones When I inquired a month or so ago I was uh, directed to Factory Direct oh. uh, Here in the UK they sell uh, sofas, incidentally But there you go um, I purchased an iPhone 8 for the same price You got an iPhone 10. So there, I think um, So there you go, that um, was from Camille 8, uh, 10 yeah. eight, eight, That's ten. worse Okay, yeah also, okay, Ian, nice. Ian Downey says during the last Double Tap Canada show, Mark made a comment about how you get rid of a bunch of unwanted phones. I'm all sure they know about the CNIB Phone It Forward program. Perhaps you could be Where's reminded the program is there to use by anyone, especially <gasps> when using a What's in My Drawers segment. Thanks for your no, consideration, I, Ian Downey. Where do you think all my phones go? There you go. See, you're a decent, Wait, you honest sold the last guy. Let's be, let's be fair. Mark. And you no, sold well, the I told you yeah. I sold it on the radio show, but I on the show here, but uh, I actually Stephen did away. suggest that. He did say you could send it to the CNIB. He did mention it. Yeah, so don't blame Mark, right? I'll stand oh, up for him. No, no, not you. Ian. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, listen, that is it for us for this week. Keep your feedback coming. We'll give you all the details in a moment. Uh, we're back again next week. Yeah. We'll do, will we do this again next week? I think Are we? Well. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I'm that not was really a question. Until we're told otherwise, we're going to be here every it's, week. It's a question we really ask ourselves, isn't it? Are we, are we doing this again next <laughs> we'll week? We'll be back here next week. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, guys. Please. Thanks for listening, and keep your feedback coming. Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter at Double Tap Canada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week? Ask your smart speaker to play Double Tap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Catch you again next time. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.